This is the House of Hockey podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. Hockey is more than a game. It's a lifestyle. It's you, the diehard supportive fans, your favorite players who are on the team you cheer for and the organization who supports them. The companies that make your gear, bags, and beer league sweaters, the hockey moms and hockey dads, and everything else that makes this House of Hockey your home. Come on in. I'm Breezy. And I'm Ray Ray. And And this this is is our our house. house. Welcome to the House of Hockey podcast, episode 99. Ooh, the great one. One before 100. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Breezy. I'm your other host, Ray Ray. Um, And we have absolutely nothing special planned for the 100th episode. So that's how we roll. Maybe we'll have something planned. I don't know. We still have a full week to figure it out. So (laughs) That, that is true. But as of now... Let's just enjoy. How about you all just enjoy this episode? <laughs> <laughs> I know we have to do something for the the big 100, but I don't know. I that came up kind of quick. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> I wasn't either, and you know, I'm not like one to really embrace super traditional celebrations of either holidays, birthdays, stuff like that. So it kind of goes over my head a little bit most of the time. <laughs> I actually so. just realized we were going to hit 100 uh, just now. So <laughs> makes me feel better. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, what's been the fav- your favorite thing you've seen all week in regards to hockey? Because there is a lot <laughs> that went on. We've got Olympics starting. We've got the all-star skills competition, the all-star game, just um, big announcements being made about future games in the league. So what was your highlight of the week? Um, 100% Tyler Sagan being drunk, celebrating his sister's birthday in the Bahamas. <laughs> I <laughs> I had to, I, I shared the, he posted an Instagram story uh, well, twice. I guess both of them were were stories. I had to go back and save them and made sure that they were available for you to view because it made my so day. Good. It made my entire week. And I was like, well, I don't want to like make fun of the. I'm not making fun of the guy. I just love that it showed his personality, and he was so happy and so in the moment with like his friends and his sister celebrating his sister's birthday and just being like a total brother. And I think it just kind of made you see him in a, like a different light. Maybe um, it was so funny. I was loud and he repeated himself and he's like trying to chug wine. And it was just, <laughs> it was incredible. He's completely smashed. I mean, just totally smashed the eyes, like the words coming out of his mouth, the, yeah. <laughs> just pure love for his sister. Just like yeah. so happy <laughs> to be it celebrating. I'm going to play the audio for you guys. And now he's trying to chug wine out of a decanter. (laughs) He just keeps smiling at the camera. It was so funny. And then he did a, a nice little like dedicated post in his story and says happy birthday to the legend my voice a reason the mediator 
the only one that had the same curfew as me and the legend. So legend twice. He's obviously a hockey guy. <laughs> so, um, so funny. So, so good to see that kind of stuff. It's so um, innocent, really. Like that yeah. whole video, the whole thing is very innocent. I think it's just shocking because very rarely do we get like yeah, a no, glimpse. Yeah, no, never see it. No, only in the stand, like only when they're celebrating when they've won the Stanley Cup, do we get these like glorious internet moments of players and like yeah. these memes and these clips that live on in our brain forever. Um, so to see this now is so funny. Yeah, and just celebrating with his friends and his sister. And you can obviously tell that he loves his sister a lot. So um, it was really good to see. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Again, not making fun of him at all, just... I purely enjoyed the entertainment that he provided me for 30 seconds. <laughs> when you're drunk, you're so confident that you think you sound so much better than you do in the moment, or you it's just true. don't care. And you're just it's like, oh, I'm having a We're going to chug. Like, who knows? I, I just, who I'm knows? here for it. Okay. The all-star skills competition is way more exciting than the game itself. A hundred percent hands down yeah. could care less about the game still we'll we'll watch it but the skills competition first of all i have several strong opinions about this i think the all-star game should be held in las vegas every single year it should never go to any other city no one is ever going to do it as good as vegas did it they shut down the strip they were shooting pucks off the in the bellagio fountain in the freaking fountain they took a boat to a platform like they went balls to the wall with this um they had like a card game to, to make 21 like the best in my opinion skills competition i have ever seen and like vegas should do it every year because they do it so big and so good i mean agree or disagree i'll agree that vegas does do things top notch i mean you have to right uh, but I do like the fact that it does go from different city to city because there are so many different uh, things each city can actually bring and show more of the organization and whatnot. But Vegas does. OK. Do it. All right. So tell me, then they announced where it's going to be in Florida, right? For the Panthers next year, they get the all star yeah. game or is yeah. that in two years? Uh, next year. Next year. What are we going to do? Go out on an airboat in the swamp and like shoot pucks at a gator? No, we're not doing that. Like, what are we doing in Florida? I don't That's know. That's going to be top any... this. Well, uh, Florida is a great, great state. Uh, Look <laughs> I don't at know. you trying to they make me. <laughs> no, they haven't announced anything yet. So you're really not going to know. But I mean, you know, fans in Florida have been insane. The game is growing so great. much out there. It's going to be great weather. Uh, I think the, the players are going to like it. Who knows what new tricks will be, you know, shown out there. What, I don't know, maybe new competitions will be incorporated that'll incorporate a Gator. I, I really have no idea. We'll see. But I'm excited for it. <laughs> I mean... I stand by my opinion that the all-star game should forever be held in Las Vegas from this point moving forward. Okay. I don't think Gary Batman would agree with my choice because of blah, blah, blah. We have to showcase all these other cities and arenas. I don't discount 
the fans. The fans are amazing. There's the fans, obviously, in all the cities are spectacular. It's not about the fans. It's about the spectacle and the grandiosity of it all that I think the bar is so freaking high now that the Panthers better bring it. Yeah, they definitely will have to bring it. (laughs) I mean, I have nothing to say. Another hot take for you. Question. Are hockey players allowed to say, I'm cold? Yeah. Why? I mean, everyone gets cold. They play a sport on a sheet of ice. Yeah, but they're like getting like, they're wearing a lot of gear. They're sweating. They get hot. I disagree. I do not think they should be able to say that they are supposed to be like so tough and stammer when he was in the, um, what was the, he was participating in the 21 in 22 challenge, which was, they had to shoot pucks at a big wall that had, um, cards playing cards. Like Uh when you gamble and play, um, blackjack, you have to make 21. You have to hit the cards with the puck. Okay. He was like, I'm cold. I don't want this to go on forever because I'm cold. <laughs> I was like, he's like, I've lived in Florida for like 14 years now. And I was like, really? Like you guys have access to the best like under layer gear that keeps you warm, but like wicks the sweat away. What did you like? What, what are you wearing? What are you wearing under your Jersey? Like, did you forget to put socks on? Like what, what's happening? What, how are you complaining to me that it's cold, but none of the other people agreed with them. They were like, we're going to leave you alone with that comment. Stammer. Like, are you serious? I can't. I I was like, toughen up. You've had to ask me buttercup concept. I mean, there, yes. Okay. In that kind of sense, I guess that's like a weird comment to make. Maybe he just got bored. Like, why would you say something like that? Um, exactly. I don't know. But asking if they can get cold. I mean, yeah, they can get cold in general, but it's. Listen, I know it was cold in Vegas and I have been in Vegas in January in the evening and it is it does get very cold and that desert air it's it's not it's not fun yeah. but like dude you're at the what you're outside for you couldn't have been out there for more than like 20 minutes i could be wrong maybe they had them outside for like 3 hours before the start of the thing but like really during the all-star skills so the bellagio fountains was just been like the whole thing was like a picturesque moment like whoever thought of that like it was brilliant it was just like this beautiful thing that you will never see in hockey ever again um but I think the breakaway challenge is by far my favorite like of the things that they do with the skills and all of the guys had like a bit Trevor Zegras I'm obsessed with this kid. He might be my favorite player in the league now. Like, I love him. He did dodgeball style from the film, wearing the the outfit, blindfolded, allegedly. Nobody, we're not sure how, how really blindfolded the blindfold was, but 
he did this wicked like double axle turn with the puck blindfolded and scored. It was incredible. Hold on. I have to close the door because this barking is making me crazy. Rigo! Rigo! I just did that whole thing with the fucking dog barking. I'm sorry, everybody. That's fine. It's funny because Nate heard him barking and he was over. <laughs> I could see him out of the corner of my eye, like tilting his head, like, what's going on over there? <laughs> what's your favorite, like, part of the skills competition? Like, which activity do you like to watch the most? Gosh, I don't know. There's so many good ones. Um, There's I think like hardest shot, fastest skater. Fast skater is um, pretty impressive because like to see their footwork and whatnot and to see them go and their flow going um, fastest. I think and that's an ultimate skill, too. I mean, you've got to be quick. Um, hardest shots always kind of fun to watch. I don't know. I mean, they're all cool. Uh, I don't know if I necessarily have a favorite. Um, I did. like. I think it was was it last year or the year before. It was when they were in St. Louis. I remember because it was the, all the Kachucks were there and they were shooting off of a platform into like, yes, like was, was it baskets or it was little holes and like this mm-hmm. like blow up thing. Like I thought that was cool. Cause obviously shot accuracy and whatnot, but um, I don't know. I don't know if I have a favorite. Well, breakaway is my favorite clearly. <laughs> also, I mean the Bellagio fountain game, like you can't create that anywhere else. So like, yeah. I did hear that my boy Yossi was destroying everybody, but his pucks weren't working. So I'm going to have to go and watch uh, and see what was going on there. Just saying. Yeah. It's like I said, I think last week, I just think it's so much fun to see some of the players who wouldn't necessarily like you would think be friends standing next to each other, or at least like friendly, you know, to some degree and seeing them all together, like on these platforms and these competitions is just fun. I think, is it Giroux who's there um, from the flyers? Yeah. He had his son on the ice with like the headphones and was like holding him watching like, God, just like the memories it's for those kids. Like he's so little, like he's not going to remember, but I like when they bring the kids and the kids get involved and they're on the ice. I mean, Pavelski and Burns have done it for years where they bring their kids out. And um, I mean, there's so many kids that I saw just from clips that, you know, were posted that were there and, Baby Yossi was there, so that was kind of cool to see. And he's not going to remember because he's like, I don't know, nine months old or whatever he is. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's cool to see that the family gets to go and be a part of it. And I think that's ultimately the best part, too, because you get to see, again, the families get involved. The players are involving with each other. And like you said, you don't really get to see them interacting with, uh, with guys from other teams. So to see that, it just kind of shows that they're all just good guys. This week's episode of the House of Hockey podcast is brought to you by... The moment we've been waiting for since September is finally here in honor of the big game, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in New York, meaning you can bet from almost a third of the country. If Sportsbook isn't in your state yet, play DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest for Super Bowl 56. 
New customers can get a free shot at a $1 million top prize with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code THPN. That's THPN for the Hockey Podcast Network and get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. 21 and up minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See draftkings.com sportsbook for full list of requirements and state specific responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the TN Redline. That's 1-800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. Speaking of the all-star game, I want to talk, there's a point to this. I want to talk about uh, a woman named Robin Herman. I don't know if you saw this, but um, she recently, she just passed, but she was an American writer and journalist. And she was actually the first woman sports journalist for the New York Times. Um, And she was the first woman ever allowed into a men's professional locker room, which happened to be at the 1975 NHL All-Star Game in Montreal, Canada. It was her and another woman, and they were not allowed to be in the locker rooms with the players because, you know, they're half-dressed and they're women and, like, all this kind of stuff. So she really broke a lot of barriers, and it happened to be at an NHL all-star game in 1975, that really wasn't, what is that? Almost 50 years ago, a little less. Um, But to think that she had to like really figure out how to get in there. But what I couldn't find in any of these articles was like how she did it. Um, But I might have to just like do that New York Times subscription thing because they don't let you read any of their articles and online and stuff. Um, but oh, it's so annoying. Um, and if anybody has it, send me a digital copy of it. <laughs> but so that ended up really becoming like the headline from the game, just like the game in and of itself was like not at all the headlines that came out of it after. It was all about those two women who were in the locker room and they were allowed to be in there. And I just, I'm like grateful for her. I'm grateful for, for what she's done because it's allowed basically you and I to be able to do this today and and yeah. have this platform to talk. And, you know, I mean, I haven't, have I been in a locker room? Hmm. I have not been in a locker room. Okay. I have not like to do interviews, like with men naked. Me? Yeah. Well, I was a part of a photo shoot and the first one I went into, so it was up in Toronto. um, The Mississauga steelheads. I was, I was in there with one of their top players who now plays over in Finland and 
I mean, he was, we were doing a photo shoot and he was having to take his gear off and whatnot. And I was sitting there, I was like, should I like leave? But like, no one really said anything. And then again, um, same thing in a training facility, still doing a photo shoot. And there were two of the most, well, I guess technically three of the most uh, influential, influential, sorry, I can't even talk again, just can never talk, uh, social media uh, influencers in the hockey world that were in the room. Mm-hmm. And they, they weren't stripping down naked or anything like that. But I mean, they had to like, you know, strip down to them for the most part to put some gear on. And again, I was like, should I like pet out? Like, does any, <laughs> like, are you guys, but they were just talking, putting stuff yeah. on and just small talk. So um, again, it was, it was awkward for me because I was like, I didn't feel like I should be in there because uh, for obvious reasons, but I don't know if it really, I don't know if players would really care, to be honest. I mean, as long as you're being professional and doing your job, I was professional Mm -hmm. doing my job. You know, I had to be there to provide the products, the looks, the, you know, kind of dress them for, you know, the goal that we had. And um, I don't know if it really matters. I really don't. I think it just might be something people just have in their heads that are like, you're not allowed, but you are just because of what your gender is so I don't know yeah I think it would be a little awkward like I'm trying to put myself in the position of a player right like if I as and especially in hockey year right like and you're soaked through like with sweat right because of all the gear and everything and like all you want to do is take that off right because you're just like it's so uncomfortable um, at that like at the end of a game right um so, I mean, I think it would be a little awkward at times knowing that you have this professional relationship with this reporter who is like asking you, why did you suck again? But ask, right. let's try better <laughs> questions. But like, <laughs> you know, why, why did you guys lose the game? And you're like half naked and you're sitting there and you're in this emotional state mentally, right? Like whatever that may be. And mm-hmm. then you're like literally vulnerable because you don't have any clothes on men or women. Like, I think the whole, the whole like locker room interview thing is a little strange. Like, I don't, why, why I mean, I are we doing it still? Like, isn't there, like, we've got press rooms, we've got like these other opportunities to interview them when they're not in their underwear or butt naked. Like, why is that the process? You know, I think it just kind of shows a different part. Like, cause you got to imagine the guys are going to be going into the locker room and for the first, you know, 15, 20 minutes, half an hour, they're with, with their team and they're going over, you know, the gameplay and everything that had happened. And during that time, they should be able to be able to, you know, undress, get themselves decent because as professionals, you know, that you're going to be having interviews. And I think having, you know, the reporters come into the locker room kind of gives you uh, more for the viewers at home, more of a, of an open mind or an aspect or different kind of aspect of, Hey, this is, this is in their zone and we are in here providing you with this content that no one else will be able to get. But if this player is removed and put into a different room, of course, anybody can go in there, but it takes a specific person to be able to go into a locker room and be able to ask those tough hitting questions. Plus build a report and, you know, maybe you get different questions when they're, when they are more vulnerable and not so prepared to be sitting at a podium, you know, answering questions from, 
50 people standing in front of them. Yeah, but I'd be curious to know. Have, yeah, but... I think the players should have time to collect themselves and get themselves decent. And if they know, I have 30 minutes to get myself decent. And if they still don't have pants on, well, that's their fault. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's your fault. Yeah, I, 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 It would be interesting to... I would like to ask a player, like, I would like to ask them their opinion on the locker room, like situation with interviews and like, how do they really feel about it? Um, Cause I like, you know, I'm not a player. And then for the women, like it's the opposite, right? You've got men in there for, for women's professional sports that are in the locker room with them. And mm-hmm. they're, I mean, I've never seen an interview with a woman without a, a sports bra on or something, you know, but like imagine the chaos that would ensue if somebody did an interview with a woman, professional woman athlete in a locker room, if she just had a towel around her body and was sitting uh, outside of her locker room stall. Like, I think there's still such a double standard that people would be like, she was sexualized and she's only in a towel. And like, how dare you interview her when she's like that? Or, you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like that's still such a thing or uh, is it not? Am I wrong? You could tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel like that would still be an issue. It is still an issue. And, and I don't know necessarily know why, because it's like, I mean, you could do it to the men, right? But even for women, it's like, what about when you're in like a bathing suit, like a swimsuit? Like it's right. the same thing than being in like your underwear, right? So it's like, why does it matter? Like you're covered up. Anyone's going to, whether you're male or female or whatever you're going to identify as, like you're going to look at what you're attracted to a certain way. Like right, it's just what it is and no one will ever stop that. And so it's going to be the same for a woman going into a male locker room or a male going into a women locker room. Like it's going to happen, but you need to be professional. Right. And if you're not, then cases will be coming out as lots of cases end up coming out in the sports world all the, all the time, but mm-hmm. there shouldn't be, there shouldn't be issues. I mean, if I this agree. is what the job entails, this is what the players know. This is what the reporters know. This is what mutual things reports need to come out. Interviews need to be coming out. Questions need to be coming out. Whether you're dressed or not, you got to make yourself presentable and people just need to stop being so sensitive. <laughs> I agree. Sorry. I agree. I, I get so but over you know, being so sensitive. That's why I brought that up because I'm like, you know, that would be the reaction today and it's not normalized yet. And I'm not saying I would be the one going, you know, on the soapbox about it. I would be like, get over it. If the player agreed to do the interview agrees, like if they agree and they're in a towel, that's like, you know, that's on them and that's on the team and the organization to either support them or not. Like there's a ton of or people from the organization in those rooms that like, if you saw a player in a towel, no interview, they have to at least have whatever, some kind of boxers, underwear, shorts, sports bra, whatever, or like whatever that is. But like, I think as that makes as them as all as feel comfortable. Yeah. And if it's G rated, I mean, right. No, but people would think that's not G-rated seeing a woman in a towel. Okay, but she's not. Okay, I understand. Do you know what I mean? Yes, because I do know that there's religions where like showing your shoulders or showing something would be 
uh, bad, but at the same time too, everyone has the ability to turn the channel, turn it off. You're right. If it doesn't fit what you want, but it's what the majority is. If the people had agreed to do it, you're not showing body parts for crying out loud. There's G rated movies where people are, you know, getting a little saying some weird things that may go over kids' heads. And if parents are going to get upset that maybe something is out there and someone's in a towel, it's like, okay, but your, your child is watching something on TV where someone is maybe wearing a bathing suit or Mm -hmm. maybe they're coming out and of the shower wearing a towel, but nothing's being shown. So if they're passionate about the sport, who knows that child may even want to play a sport. And that's Mm -hmm. something that they're going to need to be involved in with knowing like now we're going down a different rabbit hole. But I think as long as it's professional, mutually agreed on, Mm -hmm. it should be able to be put out there. So I agree. I think it's, I it's important to talk about because we still have more work to do, like as far as some of the gender roles that are um, still, you know, there and, and, and the, what's the word I'm looking for? The um, stereotype of gender roles is still in exists, even though Robin Herman did such incredible work to let us in there into locker rooms to do interviews with athletes. I mean, kudos to the NHL and the teams then being like, yeah, sure. You know, I'm like, yes, of course it was hockey players were like, yeah, whatever. We don't care. You know what I mean? But um... too, I think people need to, and people as in everybody in general need to realize that when steps like, you know, the King's equipment manager have, you know, getting sick and having a female join up, look at how many people applauded that, applauded the Kings, the organization, the players, the staff, everyone, fans from all over were like saying, holy crap, this is awesome. This is huge. It's like, you know how much hype an organization or a league could have if this was the new like standard, like if you're able right. to just start doing this, like you'd have hype. So like all over, like everyone is like supportive of it and the people who aren't supportive of it. Well, guess what? Again, change the channel. Don't support it. Like, I don't know what right. <laughs> the small, small, small majority of people that are against it shouldn't affect the large majority of people that are for it. I agree. That's what I got. I agree. So, uh, the moral of the story is I would be willing to do interviews in a towel if I was a professional athlete. (laughs) (laughs) How far would you be willing to go? Whatever. I mean, it's the job, whatever your job is, whatever it requires you sign up for it. This is what you're doing. And if you are uncomfortable with it, then don't do it. But if you are comfortable doing it, then do it. I mean, okay, that's what it so is. So you're not going to give me an answer. You gave me a non-answer, by the way. No, I gave you an answer. I mean, what would you do? Would you wear a towel? How far would you go? Towel or would you be in like sports bra and shorts? I would make sure that I was presentable to however I felt in that moment. And usually what I'm would be <laughs> fully clothed. I mean, I'm fully just, clothed. That's, okay. that's just my personality. Like I'm not going yeah. to. Like, okay, I know I'm going to be getting interviewed. I'm going to get myself presentable. And if I don't have time, then it is okay. Yeah. 
Right. This is my fault. I didn't prepare myself. So yes, I'm ready. Let's go. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't like purposely do interviews in towels, but I'm going to be like, oh, I'm in an interview. Let me just take my shirt off and let me put a towel on (laughs) because I'm going to put it, I'm going to make a point here. (laughs) Hey, you just, I just might, I just might raise one day. You know what? Next week, everybody episode 100, raise (laughs) me in a towel. (laughs) Done. You're welcome, everybody. That's the special thing we're doing. I'm doing it. Okay. I'm doing it. Okay. Next week. I'm raised doing it in a Tune towel. in. <laughs> I'm going to break those gender barriers and yep. do Robin Herman right. Um, all right. Enough of this like feminist talk, uh, gender equality talk, whatever you want to call it. It needs to happen. We're putting a voice to it. That's just, you know how we are. You've listened to us long enough. You guys know where we stand. Um, The NHL announced all all of their 2023 events, which we briefly mentioned. Obviously, the Panthers are getting the all-star game, but the Bruins are heading back to Fenway to play the Winter Classic. If I still live where I live, I'm freaking going to that game. That game I will go to. I will meet you there because it is still a bucket list to go to a freaking Winter Classic. And I was like, all right, if she still lives where she lives... I'll meet her. We're there. going. We'll We're go. going. Yeah. I have never been to Fenway. I've not been to TD Garden. I'm like, this is the way I want to go to Fenway is for a hockey game, for a Bruins hockey game, an original six. Like I'm all in. Like I'm gonna have to fight some Bruins people to get some tickets. I think. I feel like it'd be really cool to watch Bruins versus Canadians at Fenway. Oh, that would be a really good game. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then the Hurricanes are hosting the state as part of the stadium series, right? Yeah. The outdoor stadium series. Yes. And I mean, that's going to be nice weather, hopefully, you know, yeah. I mean, warmer than um, Fenway. <laughs> but yeah. I think and then cool. you were saying the global series is back. Yeah, so they're planning on doing the Global Series. Um, it's said that they're going to do some preseason games in Switzerland and Germany, and then a couple of regular season games in Finland and the Czech Republic. So very cool. Very, very, very cool. Very hockey rich countries, like countries that have a lot of hockey, and we have a lot of or a decent amount of players in the NHL from those countries as well, I think that's going to be really special for some of those players. I'm excited to see who's going to be playing. I think it's going to be really cool. Um, mm-hmm. If it's like the Hurricanes versus the Panthers. Uh, oh, that'd be cool. Rivalry, that could be kind of cool. So um, I don't know. We'll just stay tuned. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is there anything else? Quad Quad Matthews? What do you call oh him? Austin, Osquad Matthews, I think is what I called him. Yeah. I don't understand. I mean, I get players' quads are ginormous, but Austin's Austin's are out in the open, just (laughs) bam, in your face. I saw those pictures of him. I was like, what the crap? Is he feeding his quads Wheaties? Like, is he just going straight to the source? Like, what is happening? I think that was the advice Michael Jordan gave him. Eat your Wheaties. I think so. He's just full on just packing them. 
<laughs> the challenge they have to find pants that fit. I bet they all have to be tailored, like custom made pants. Oh, yeah. Like how do you, they don't make pants like that. I, I think there's a couple of brands I know from a few guy friends of mine that like, there's a couple of brands that are specifically meant for like the athletic body, like especially with right. shirts so that they're still fitted, but that they accommodate some big muscles. Like, oh, look at those. <laughs> my God. I have no freaking muscles. God, I try well, so you hard. Better lift some weights for that interview next week in a towel. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are going to get what you get. Okay. You're going to get my little tiny biceps and triceps with my five to 10 pound weights that I do that I can barely curl. I'm trying. I'm trying. I do my best guys. I just want to live. I just want to age well. All right. That's where I'm at. I'm not trying to have <laughs> os quads, but uh, I'm just trying to have enough muscle in my body to support to get it to, to get it to like 80. That's where I'm at in life guys. That's all. Those are my goals. <laughs> oh man. That is so funny. Anything else happening in your world? No, nothing at all. I'm just, no, <laughs> no. That sounded so depressing. No, nothing at all. (laughs) Okay. I'm just going to ask you. So when you have a job to do, okay. And you have like a deadline, but it's like kind of easy stuff to do. And then you have like hard stuff to do, right? Mm -hmm. What are you going to do? Are you going to wait till the last minute and get everything done? Or are you going to do the easy stuff first and then work on the hard stuff or the hard stuff first and then the easy stuff? How would you go about it? It depends on the deadline. Like yeah, what the same deadline for both. I do the hard stuff first. Because okay. if it's going to take me longer or it's like more complicated, I'll do that. Like if it's something new, but if the easy stuff I know is only going to take me like five minutes, then uh-huh. I do that first and bang that out, check that off the list. And then I have right. the whole time left to to get done the big project. So then I don't have to worry like, oh, I'm not going to have enough time to do that stupid small stuff. Right. Um, so it just depends. Thank you. I appreciate that. Okay. <laughs> no context. Great. I, I hope that helped you. It does. It does. Well, no, I, I had this conversation the other day because I, 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 I have my normal job and then mm-hmm. I have like a part-time job that I do on the side and I'm also uh, doing school. And so I work full time during the day and at nighttime and weekends, I do my side job. So I get assignments assigned on Mondays and they're due on Sunday. Well, I get, I'm only doing one class right now, but it literally will take you five minutes to do your assignment plus maybe another 10 minutes to do your test each week. Tell me why I I know I'm probably being an overachiever, but I get my schooling done on Monday maybe even Tuesday, right? Yeah. I just knock it out of the park. Well, the only problem is that part of me, my assignment that I get assigned on Monday that's due on Sunday is I have to involve myself with a classmate. Uh... Tell me why it is currently Saturday at noon, (laughs) my time. Not a single person has taken part of this assignment to which I can respond to them So now not only am I working and doing my side job, I now have to wait for one single person to decide to do their assignment on Sunday. (laughs) That's horrible. No, that's horrible. That's horrible. 
Yeah, that would make me nuts too. So I'm, I'm always trying to, to get my job done for school so I cannot focus on school the rest of the week. I can focus on my job. Right. But right. no, but no, I have to wait. I still have to wait. So now I don't know what to do. And you don't even know who the person is, right? Like it's a no. voluntary thing. Oh, these yeah. people. Whoever decides to respond to my post or whoever decides to post in that same little board thing that we have, I'm just going to respond to them. I don't even know who they are. I just, I'll make something up, I guess. But it's like, that's horrible. And I there guess should be a better people, system. Maybe there's people taking multiple classes that maybe have priority, but I'm like, this is an easy class. And if this is going to take you five minutes, why not just get it out of the way? You're going to get an A plus in that class, Bracey. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. But now I'm like, again, social anxiety. I'm like, all right. So I was the first to submit my paper on Monday for now two weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. Can I do it the third week in a row or do I need to wait for someone to respond now? <laughs> just Am, I being for a, it. Am I being a teacher, teacher's pet? Like, no, you're being efficient. Out. You have, you want life. You want to live. You want to be yeah. free. Thank you. I appreciate and, it. All right. Well, everybody better definitely tune in next week. Oh, it's going to be a good one. <laughs> Thanks for coming over to our House of Hockey podcast and hanging out with us. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And in the meantime, you can follow us on social media. Just look for House of Hockey podcast. We'll be back next week.